Hi, I'm Ash London and welcome to Sunny Side Up, your morning hit of positivity and encouragement among the chaos of the C word. Think of this as an antidote to the bad news we've all been reading, all in the time it takes to cook your morning egg. So join me for the next couple of minutes as we look at life sunny side up. Today's story had me smiling from ear to ear when I read about it. A normal guy drives past a long line at Centrelink and is compelled into action. His name is Brent. We've got him here. Hey, Brent. Hey, Ash. How you doing? Good, good. Now, um, tell us a bit about yourself first and your business, where you live, your family, all that kind of thing. Okay. So I'm uh, 37. I'm a plumber and I live on the, the central coast. I've, I've got uh, four staff um, and, a, uh, and I've got a wife and, and two beautiful kids. Well, so you're a busy man. You've got you've got a business and you've got a family. So I, I would imagine that given the times we are facing as a small business owner and as a father, you're under a little bit of stress at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, it, it is a little bit stressful um, trying to, I guess, a be the, the sole bread, breadwinner for the family, make sure money's still coming in, but um, reassuring staff that, you know, as crazy as the time is, everything's going to be all right. And I'm doing everything I can to keep their jobs and, mm. and and keep the business turning over. Good on you, mate. How are you sleeping? Yeah, not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I think you'll, you'd be surprised if anyone's sleeping great at the moment. It's so um, true, isn't it? Yeah, but you've got to stay positive and, and you've got to look. I mean, we're focusing on, on the other side of this mm. already rather than what's happening now and, and, and panic, panic, panic. So Yeah. Well, you did a really, really special thing this week. Um, I know a lot of people saw those first images on the news of people lining up at Centrelink, many of whom had never done so before. Um, I know myself, you know, had a bit of a teary just looking at those images, but you took it one step further. Tell everyone your, your small but big act of kindness. <laughs> so I was um, doing a job at Newcastle. Um, and I drove past, it was about sort of 6.30 in the morning and I drove past Centrelink and there was a line already, like that's two hours before they open. Um, and it was everyone from construction workers in high vis to, to people in suits. Um, and it was, and I was listening to the radio in the morning and they literally said it was 80,000 people that lost their jobs overnight in the, the hospitality industry. And I don't know how you felt about that, but that to me, just, I just felt numb yeah. when you try and put yourself in that scenario when you can't. You can't, you can't fathom like how to how to get through that. So I did my work and, and on my way back back home, the line was bigger, mm. um, and it was still the same people in line. So they've been waiting there for two hours um, in, in 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 the cold, and I just couldn't drive past. I had to do something. Um, and we saw the cafe next door, and and I thought, well, it's a cold morning. Let's um let's buy everyone a coffee and go from there. Oh, good. So I know a lot of people. I think especially in Australia. That's not culturally something that we're very good at doing, accepting help. What were the responses from people? Like, did you walk around and take coffee orders or did you go and buy a stack of coffees and hand them out? Like, what were the logistics and how was it received? That was the biggest thing, you know. Um, I pulled over, I thought, right, I'm going to buy these people a coffee. And then I thought, how am I going to do this? Mm. Um, a, you've got to keep your social distance. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then B, trying to trying to work out everyone's coffee orders. Um, <laughs> so, um Ordered, you know, I went and spoke to the girls at, at Cafe on King, and, and they were fantastic. And I told them what they wanted to, do, what I wanted to do, and they and they said, "Look, sure, um, we'll do it." But I said, "Look, you've got to come out and take their orders." Yeah. Um, and they were happy to do that. So I just um, nervously got everyone's attention and said, "Look, I, I know everyone's going through a hard time. I'd like to do something nice and buy you all a coffee. 
then I just gave them my business card, whoever wanted a coffee or a drink. Um, and then the girls come and took their orders and then um, gave them the coffee in the line. So I guess that was the best way to, to keep the social distance. Um, and they can still stay in line. They've been lining up for two hours. And wow. the first couple of people were like, oh, who's this guy buying us coffee? <laughs> and sort of gradually as I got down the line, people were like, oh, wow, this is cool. Mm. Like, sure. Are you sure? Yeah, is that okay? Like, what do I have to pay for it? And I said, no, no, this is, I'm doing something for you. And then I, I actually went back to the start of the line. I said, look, are you guys sure that you don't want a yeah. coffee? Um, you know, as I was driving off, um, wound down the window and gave them all the beep and a wave. But, you know, like it was 30 people in that line. Every single person had a smile on their face. So good. You know, they've, they've all just been told, you know, they've lost their jobs or whatever. But you know what? That's the best thing. They were smiling and they were happy and it could have been a biscuit whatever you know yeah. it was worth it to put a smile on their face just and that, to know you that was considered, the whole aim for it really like yeah. it's just a, it's a lovely feeling on a good day or a bad day to know that someone gives a crap yeah somebody cares and that's mm. you lose your job you feel like you're you're completely at the bottom of the pile but yeah you know it's it's a good feeling it's really yeah. nice and honestly i've seen it like yours was the first and i think in the days that followed, I know that, you know, people were inspired by it. I saw so many people with coffees and snacks and yes. those people. So Yeah, well, there was a coffee shop in Sydney, that same scenario next to Centrelink, and they were just handing out free coffees. And a guy last night was giving out, you know, $100 notes to everyone in line at Centrelink. Amazing. He just took it out of his own business account and, and was helping people out that way. So it's it's good. It's incredible. Take, let it take off. Yeah. Well, before I let you go, give your business a plug. Tell everyone hey. what you do, what are you, what you're called. So we're uh, Thoroughgood Professional Plumbing Service. Um, we're a business on the Central Coast and we're, we're maintenance plumbers. We've been around for oh, nearly seven years now. So we're happy to help anyone in need and, and anyone with a plumbing issue. You are the kind of man I would want in my house. Good on you, mate. Thank you very much. Take care, Ash. See ya. Bye. Hey. Turning compassion into action is a wonderful thing to behold. Brent, facing struggles and stress of his own, did his part to put a smile on the face of a bunch of people facing a pretty grim outlook. It's easy to help those we know, but helping strangers who can't repay you and who don't even know you, that's the kind of attitude that will keep us all above water in the coming season. So today's challenge, what can you do to ease the suffering of someone you don't know? It doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be big. It can be something small, but try and get creative about this. When your eyes are open to the needs around you, the opportunity will present itself. My hope is that stories like Brent's will become a normal part of our culture as we navigate this craziness together. I look forward to hearing your stories soon. In grace and peace, I'll catch you tomorrow.